right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Raw and Unscripted. I'm Jake. And I'm Dominic. So today, Jake and Dom are back, and we're uh, getting a little started with some quick news. Dom, what do you have? Um, with the news today, uh, we'll start with John Rom, who won the Memorial Tournament at Murfield Village, Jack's course. Um, no, he's Jack- the only uh, the second Spanish player ever to record himself at the leaderboard of the number one ranked player in the world. Pretty interesting. Um, I, I forget he's Spanish sometimes because he, if you listen to him talk, it's like you can kind of – fine, but – Yeah, because he, he came here and, and played college, so he's been yeah. here since he was like, you know, 16, right. 17. Right, Yeah, you don't – it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, it is weird. But once I hear he's Spanish again, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a really good player, though. It's fun to watch. Um, that course definitely – like a lot of the guys had trouble, and he seemed to – you know, well, he won, so obviously he had he had a good time. He did have some trouble though. Yeah. Uh, what what happened again? He uh, he so, had a little issue with there in the last few holes. So he plays the PGA heavy strict rules. <laughs> he laid his club down, and the ball rolled two dimples. And when he picked his club up, the ball stayed in position. So technically, he touched the grass, which touched the ball, which moved the ball, uh-huh. and he was given a penalty of two strokes. You affected the lie. Two strokes for that. For essentially doing nothing. Yeah. For for the ball being in a weird position and rolling back because it couldn't go anywhere else. My entire score would double if we played by those rules. I think every lie. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Every lie, I have to say, I use the ball. I I move the ball at least two dimples. You also have to take into account that for people like us, we're just playing eh, courses that are local. Right, yeah, oh, and yeah. Like, like in the rough, it's not even. You know what I mean? So, like, the ball is just way well, more Well, sometimes prone. you'll find rocks in the fairways. That's what I'm saying. My ball in. I'm going to move it. Sorry, it just, it's just going to happen. What else you got? Um, we, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit. Not, not much to say about it, but A-Rod and uh, Jennifer Lopez – a lot of rumors going around about the Mets um, and how they're being sold. Someone's going to buy them. Who's it going to be? Um, A-Rod and J-Lo, there's rumors about them, you know, teaming up with guys like Travis Kelsey, I saw. And, Brian Erlacher. Yeah, Brian Erlacher. Uh, anyways, the, their bid is going to be somewhere – or their investment into this would be somewhere between 225 and $300 million. That's the, the recent news from this morning. 225 and $300 million. That uh... – a lot of money. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a lot of money. I'm, they, I don't they, think they're uh, still aren't the front runners though. Steve Cohen is. Yeah. I mean, they're they're getting a lot of publicity though. Yeah. And, I mean, power couple, power celebrity couple out there. And you know, like they're they're getting into like you said with Erlacher and Kelsey or, or whatever it is, and like maybe they could uh, they could form more of a group than just them two here and. They're getting a whole investors group. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Who knows what'll happen? That'll well, be interesting. We'll see. I just hope the Mets get sold, honestly. <laughs> anybody I, anybody but the Wilpons, I'm okay with. I think it'll happen. I've been I've been looking at it like you know, I've been following a lot of stuff on Twitter and who do Mets fans want as their new owners? Anybody, really. Anybody new is a change. Yeah, literally anyone except who they have. I've heard that a people have been like, Oh, A Rod's gonna be bad because it's a crosstown rival of the team that he played for and he said something about how the players just need to start playing after he just Took a huge pay cut from the 
from playing or something. You know, you see that he came out and said, like, the players need to stop worrying about their money after he, you know, signed that ridiculously large contract, highest in baseball at the time. And he's got – he's received some backlash for it now. Yeah, I but I mean, at this point, I'm that. okay with anybody owning the Mets. Oh, yeah. I'm sure as, as a – I'm sure all the Mets fans are in agreement there that they could – they could use a new owner. Yes. Um, yes. Just a new way to run things, to be honest. Exactly. Speaking of running things, did you see the whole NFL thing, how they are not necessarily coming out with the COVID safety procedures? Yeah, they're a little behind on um, getting to, like, having an actual plan, and that's what, you know, in the recent days the players have been voicing their concerns about their safety and their family's safety. You know, they want to feel safe. They want to, they want to play, like, really, you know. They do want to play for sure, and I but don't they just want to know the plan. Right, and I, the NFL, I mean, come on now. You've yeah. had five months to at least plenty of time. At least look into this a little bit. It's almost it reminds me of uh, my sometimes my schoolwork. You know, you have a whole project, a semester long project, and somehow it doesn't get done to, until the end. Until the end, yeah. A few days before it's due. Hopefully, it's still done well. That's the hope. You oh, my projects I mean? always are. Well, hopefully, they're just like you, Jake. I hope they are like me. Roger will figure it out. I hope. On, Roger. What but, else we got? Uh, well, the NFL did come out. Not the NFL, I guess. The NFL's uh, video game Madden came out with their Madden ratings, and quite interesting. I mean, there's been a, quite a lot of talk about the Madden. Yeah, it's, Madden it's ratings pretty cool. There. Aaron Rodgers dropped out of the top five in QBs. Not 90 overall. He's 89. Um, some could say more. Some could say he's, he fits there. What do you think? Um, so when I look at these ratings, it's like they, they're showing like the top 10 and stuff. I don't mind, like, I don't know, in theory, like, he's an 89, Aaron Rodgers. That sounds pretty decent, but I don't like, like, Brady is probably, probably shouldn't be ahead of him. That's what I'll say. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one thing to look at the overall rating and then look at how the overall rating compares with everybody else's overall rating. That's what I'm saying. An 89, like, okay, sure, if Rodgers is an 89, fine, but Tom Brady then is not a 90. Exactly. I would say Tom Brady should probably be below Rodgers, and and that would that would be fine with me. And I think Deshaun Watson should be a little point, higher. Yeah. yeah, Deshaun should be higher. He's an eighty-six. I don't know. I think he should be higher. Yeah, especially ahead of Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Like that's one I don't know. Like, I guess I, I guess he should be ahead of him, but Matt Ryan is a really good quarterback. That's fair, but I think you should. should, should I think still Matt Ryan's rated pretty fairly in this. To be fair, though, like 87, 88. Well, add add a plus two to everybody except Tom. Yeah, bring Tom down like two notches. Tom needs to be down. Aaron bumped up. All is well. I also saw that um, some of the running backs I kind of had some issues with. Not still not as bad as CBS's uh, ratings. CBS comes out sometimes with some. Yeah, bad. well, that's just a whole different story. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to but, say about that. Um, but you're right. I think it's weird. Alvin Kamara, 88, which, again, 88 is what it is, but he's below Aaron Jones. Yeah, he's the 10th highest running Josh back. Jacobs. Yeah. What is that? I mean, like, I like those guys ahead of him, but not as much as Madden seems to like them. And I also think that it's interesting that Derrick Henry is second, Nick Chubb's third, and Saquon's fifth. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I think that last year for Saquon, like, a lot had – a lot of his production had to do with his injuries and he played through them. Like, and then the back half of the season, when he started to become healthy, he was going off again. Right. Like, I think he's, he's probably still a top two running back in the NFL. 
So like, you know, I think it's picking hairs, you know, I guess, but splitting hairs. Splitting hairs. What did I say? It's picking hairs. <laughs> splitting hairs. Good pick hairs too. Yeah, I guess. Not the same. Uh, not the same though. Yeah. So yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting discussions though. I think Kamara should be higher in general. Sparkly as well. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. What do you think about the wide receiver ratings? Michael Thomas being a ninety-nine. I think that's well deserved. Sure, I can. I can get behind it. Yeah. Um, do you think he's the only one that should be ninety-nine, or should you think D Hop could be too? I mean, he's no, D Hop's a ninety-eight, which yeah, I think pretty freaking that's good. That's fine. That's fine. A ninety-eight. It's it, it's one of those things. Year to year, these things change. Like if Michael Thomas has a like Hopkins last year, he was still really really good, but he wasn't. What do you think of Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill's ninety-six. You're a big Tyreek Hill guy. It's a good rating. Oh, I mean, he's a good player. Yeah, great player. He's game-changing. Just so fast, man. Yeah, exactly. Game he's changing. so fast. I'm sure his speed's pretty high. I don't his know if it's 99, I think. It's, I, I saw something about it. Does the, does the super, super fastness uh, equate to a 96 overall? Oh, like, I mean, he's just, he's Michael just Thomas, fast, though. Michael Thomas got a little bit of everything, but like, I feel like Tyreek just fast. You think he's just fast? I mean, he catches the ball, but. He's definitely not just fast. Well, you don't make, you don't become a ninety six. I mean, well, let's fast. talk about but it. Like I'm this, saying though. a little high. Like, do you think Devontae Adams should be ahead of him? I would say yes. I would say Devontae Adams should be ahead of him. Yeah, so maybe Tyreek Hill is probably a little high. Devontae Adams shouldn't be too below Tyreek Hill wherever yeah, wherever, wherever the ratings fall. Um, otherwise, I think, I think Keenan Allen should be a little higher too. He's been, you know, somewhere around there. 91. This is one higher. of those things that, like, you know, man ratings, like, Stefan Diggs, I don't often think of as the seventh best, or Amari Cooper. Like, I don't think about these guys, like, this high. But I mean, but we look at it in a fantasy terms. In terms I, yeah, like, just you, that's a, the average production. fan, like, does think about it like that, like, statistics and stuff. Yeah, I guess Madden does take into account more uh, skill sets and necessary route trees, just all of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's honestly what I see in a lot of this is like, these guys yeah. are like, like Stefan Diggs and like Amari Cooper, like those guys are just like, they're, per- they're, they're perfect with the route running. And like, clearly that's something that they value highly. Mike Evans. Right. You know, I guess sometimes you're just picking hairs over these ratings. Picking them. Just picking hairs. Well, I think last that's, but not least, do you want to talk about the tight ends? Oh, Yes. I really do. I got to find my tight end ratings. What do you have? Um, well, Kittle is 98 ahead of Kelsey at 97. I don't. That's like a statement. Yeah, no, that's a little, little much for me. I think like it's there's there's only so many tight ends in history of football that have been as consistent with their production year to year as Travis Kelsey, and like it's not like he stopped at all. You know what I mean? Right. He's been a top two tight end in the league basically for the last six or seven years. Think of Rob Gronkowski coming yeah, off his couch just, out of retirement at a 95, third best tight end in the NFL right now. Thanks, man. No, yeah, I'm gonna. That's just wrong. Um, that's all I'll say to be honest. And I don't and know where he should be, but I think another uh, interesting fact is that George George Kittle is eight points higher than Zach Ertz. Yeah. I, I would what? see it. Like, if it was me, I'd put Kelsey at 98, and I'd put Kittle at, like, 97 or 96, and put Ertz at, like, 93 or 94. Right. Move Gronk down to, like – I'll give him a 90 because, like, he did just, like, sit. It's not like he 
like I understand the the premise behind ranking him highly still because like it's not like he was playing and did bad. He just didn't play. But I mean he clearly shouldn't be a ninety five. That's true. I don't know what his rating should be. It's very hard to say. Like yeah. I don't even want to begin to guess. But I guess I understand the he's idea. He's not the third No, he's not the third best tight end. I don't think he will be. I also think that Jared Cook is getting a little bit like I think there's something with some something with tight ends in this league is like they they seem to go year to year a lot and like see like Darren Waller like he's been he just just showed up he's new here yeah he's only 85 yeah well he's the tenth best tight end and Jared Cook has been like in the league and like been putting up decent numbers for a long time Evan Ingram who's ahead of him has been like he's a, he's a good player like if Evan Ingram's healthy he the ratings deserved maybe even higher but he yeah is, but you're looking at a fantasy thing remember? no it's not a, I'm just meaning like production wise well yeah but like you can't factor in a Madden rating and if they're healthy or not. No, well, that that's not about the health only. It's I'm just saying, like, if he was healthy, he'd have the numbers to justify a higher rating. But at the moment, he that's doesn't fair. have the numbers to justify that rating because he didn't play that much. That's fair. He's only had one, like, actual, like, season of production. And he was great in that year. He was a rookie. So, like, clearly. So, so what's your issue with Jared Cook, then? Well, I just think Jared Cook should be ahead of Evan Ingram and probably ahead of Austin Hooper too. But I don't really want to give Jared Cook an 89. So it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I think once you get past like some of the top tier guys, you're just picking hairs. Yep, picking them. I don't know. Anyways, that was Madden ratings. It was fun. It's definitely sparked a good debate. When was the last time you played Madden? Uh, last time I had a Madden game was like 18. Okay. It's not too far off. I, I think the last one I had was the one. You remember the last one I had? Rock on the cover. Okay. So I don't really, play, I don't really play video games much. But actually, I don't play video games at all. But the last Madden I had for my PlayStation Three, Peyton Hills. What Peyton a Hills. guy! Madden Twelve, best cover ever. Bust. <laughs> I guess it's one of those weird things. It's like, all right. He had those expectations. He was on that uh, on that cover. So now, Don, what do you say we talk a little bit about uh, some divisional stuff in baseball? Yeah. We're going to move towards our predictions in baseball, really. Talking about what we think is going to happen in each division, how it's going to pan out um, in the 60-game season. Then we'll talk about some awards and some stats leaders, um, get into the details, have some fun with it. Yeah. So what do you say we start with the A? I think we'll just – Hit up the AL first, then kind of move on to the NL, and kind of hit up some awards. So, yeah, so let's start out west. AL West, Tom. Who do you got? What's your What's your like? Um, do you want to go like just all the way down the rankings? Um, yeah, basically. I figured we'd just talk about the winners. We'll go uh, and talk about teams that we think might be in the wild card race after that. And uh, all right, let's do it. Yeah. So AL West, the Astros. Yeah, I think we we probably both have the Astros here. I know I do. Yeah. Um, it seems like a. I know they cheated, but so. I, I was gonna say obvious, but I do really really like the A's. See, I have the A's third. I like the Rangers. I like the Rangers too. Yeah. But I think the A's are basically a, like I was gonna say a lock for the wild card. Like I do I do think that they're. I like the Rangers pitching better than the. Yeah, A's. no, I do really like the Rangers pitching. Like dark like. I was like I wrote down right here Rangers dark horse for wild card. 
I don't know how dark it really is because last year they were basically 500. Where they won 78 games. I mean, they're really good. They added Kluber and Lynn and Miner, who are Lynn and Miner are going to be great. I think. For them. They, yeah, they're older guys, but they were really good last year. Yes. Productive. Yes. Innings eaters. You know, just they're good pitchers. I mean, they added Todd Frazier. Not saying much, but <laughs> bring some experience around. Yeah. And I think Joey Gallo is just going to continue. To yeah, I love Joey Gallo. I mean, and I think there's something to the new stadium thing in a 60-game season. I know there's no fans, which is weird, but like there just feels there's a there's a good feeling around the Rangers, a new feeling, fresh. Yeah, feeling. yeah, like a like a new, fresh. I think they got new unis, um, some guys, some new guys on the team. I like I like the Rangers a lot, but again, I'm still sticking with the Astros. Yeah, so I, I mean, even I'm talking about the Rangers. I, I put them fourth, but especially fourth, who the Angels. Yeah, I put the Angels third. It's one of those things. It's like. Well, I think I'll mention this multiple times, but I don't want to keep saying it. So I'll just say it once. And basically just the the fact that it's a 60-game season, like especially in a lot of these divisions, like these like teams are going to be so close because of there's, there's not a lot of games to play. So like, And they're playing each other a lot. Yeah, they're playing each other a lot. So it's, I don't know, it's weird. Like the Angels and Rangers, I literally put like a, a line in between them. I was like, it, it's a, yeah. it could be a game. And it probably will be like a game or three games. Like it – you know how, like, in a normal season, there's, like, sometimes, I mean, somebody that just kind of runs away with it, but oftentimes there's, like, a little bit of separation between, but, like, you can still cover it in a 162-game season. I think that in the 60-game season, what you're going to find out with the divisions is that one of two things are going to happen. First being that one team is just going to absolutely run away with it. Because they play each other so often, one team is just going to dominate the other team, and because that – team being dominated doesn't have a chance to play other teams to kind of catch up and um, make some progress on the teams in first place losses that they're just going to crumble. And so one team, the separation is just going to be huge or they're going to play each other really tight and it's going to be like damn near 500. Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone gets five. Like that's how I see some of these divisions painting out. And you're right. There are a lot of cases like, like the AOS is kind of one of them where like if the Astros, like, I mean, honestly, whoever starts hot, like, that's a, that'll be I pretty fully big. expect the Astros to uh, win handsomely in that division. Yeah, but, but what it's so funny because handsomely could be literally like five games. Could be three. And in normal season, yeah. And in normal season, like four or five games, at most points of the season, you're like, eh, they could still like right. that's a reasonable number. Right. Yeah. Know? Three but games. Point, with sixty games is going to be so much harder to. Yeah. Cover. Exactly. It, it's it'll be really interesting to well, see. I like the AL Central a lot. I have the White Sox winning. You have the White Sox winning the AL Central. Yes. How else does uh, how does the rest of it pan out? Talk me through the AL Central here. So I have the White Sox at one, Twins at two, Indians at three, and then Jorge Soler at four, and Detroit Tigers at five. Okay. Not the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, no. Jorge Soler. His, his home runs. <laughs> um. So the White Sox. Yes, man. I, I got him third. I, but I, I understand love, the hype. I love the White Sox, man. I'm just high on them right now. It's it's. I would have been a lot more high on them had uh, Kopech stuck around a little bit. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I understand his decision. But still, Gio Gonzalez, um, Lucas Giolito, and Keuchel. I was telling my uh, my buddy up at school that for the White Sox to win, their pitching is going to be their question mark, which is going to be okay. But I think they're going to put up the runs. Eloy, Robert, Yasmani, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu, all these guys. They they signed uh, Edwin Encarnacion 
Yeah. Um, so I, I see them putting up runs, but their pitching just needs to stick around. I don't think their pitching needs to be spectacular. Their bullpen just needs to not suck. Yeah. They can't blow what the offense have done, has done. And that's and if they do that, I think they have a good shot. Yeah. I mean, last year they, you know, last year, I mean, it, it's, they're one of these teams that we're, we're talking about a big jump basically. I mean, they won 72 games, but it, I think a lot of people are on board with it. Like the idea of them being in a playoff race. I mean, and especially in this division, right. they've got a shot to win it because it's in, in the past years, it's been one of the worst divisions in baseball. It has. I mean, if you look at it, if you look at the strength of schedule, Minnesota, it goes Minnesota, Cleveland, Chicago, Milwaukee, then the White Sox, like three of the top five are up there. Yep. So that's the thing. It's, it's, It'll be really, yeah, like, I don't know. I put the Indians and um, – I like the Indians. I think that, f- for me, the Indians, just because pitching, they have the best pitching out of this group. And in a six-game season, I just really think that it'll come down to, like – I mean, like, I, I, I like Bieber and Clevenger. Yes. Like, they could win almost all of their starts. And the other guys pick up a little slack, don't even have to win all of them. Like, I think that, especially in the big games, those guys are going to be pitching. And I also think Lindor is one of the most underrated I mean, shortstops. Yeah. Lindor is amazing. It's, it's insane. Five tools. They've got a really good team. Um, and, you know, they added guys like Fran Reyes for some pop. Right, um, right. Jose Ramirez, you know, he's, he's had his ups and downs, but at his best is one of the best hitters in baseball. Uh, switch hitters, they've, they've got those. I think it's know. crazy that we just uh, are avoiding the Twins right now. Um, we'll see the thing about the twins. I don't know. I have the twins second. I like the twins. I could definitely see them winning it. Um, pitching. Barrios. I like Barrios and Odorizzi and they signed, they got rich Hill. Um, rich Hill. Gosh. Hey, serviceable. Homer, I Bailey, guess. Homer Bailey. They still got, you Homer. know, yeah. Um, look, I don't hate their pitching. It's just like, and especially you're considering yeah, I mean, the, the fact that they don't have to face a lot of crazy offenses with their schedule. Right. And so they are a crazy them. offense. I mean, and they are, yeah, they're one of the most crazy offenses. Donaldson? Yeah, they added Let's him. not forget that. Yeah, that's a great Let's not add. forget that. That's a really yeah. good add. I mean, look, they're a really good team. Like, honestly, like, on paper, they should win this division. I know. I, I That's why I have them second. I like the, I like the addition of um, Cruz and Donaldson for sure, and they're pitching – I think Barrios could just shut out some teams. I think that we will probably see a wild card team come out of this division. Oh, it's tough though. There's, I mean, because AL East, like, yeah, we'll see. I think the Rays are a really good team, and a lot of people like are really, really high on the Rays. I'm not. You're not. No, I'm not necessarily. When I think of the Rays, I don't think of anybody good. I'm high on their pitching, that's for sure. But yeah, but their I, offense just—you don't know. I mean, just convince me, convince me, Rays. <laughs> Go out there and convince me. I mean, I think that they've—they kind of have already. Like, Last year didn't count. It's—it's it's one of those things. It's like I—I I am with you for the most part. That like I like I don't know how good they really are. I remember rolling into the postseason last year and the Rays were in it, and I was talking about this with somebody, and I was like, I couldn't name one player on the Rays. I, I read something earlier um, about this guy saying that he thinks the Rays. He, he picked the race to win the World Series, basically. And then he picked Austin oh. Meadows to be the AL MVP. And, like, it's one of those things. Like, Austin Meadows was really good last year. Yeah, that was the one guy I can name. That's what I'm team. saying, though. It's like, it's, do you think, like... Tommy Pham? Is, he's not, but even, he's not even on the team anymore. Yeah, exactly. That was... He was who they had. Yeah. That, that was, you know, they, they got uh, 
Hunter Renfro in that, that trade with Fam. No, he's a yeah. solid player. So I guess we're just moving on to the AL East. I think it's uh, yeah, I guess safe so. to say that just I have the Yanks on top. Recapping the central, like we I okay. had the Indians, you had the, the White Sox. We'll see. We got the fight. twins in the middle. We think there's probably a wild card in there. It'll be really interesting. Tight race. I'm just glad isn't that funny we didn't give any thought to Casey or Detroit. I mean, what do we have to say? They're both. <laughs> no, it's just a waste of it's a waste of my breath right now. I say, so, the Yankees, so the Yankees are going to win the AL East. Let's just move on. We, yeah, we've got that. Then I have the Rays. I've got the Rays second. Then the Sox. Red Sox, Jays, Orioles. Yeah, that's exactly what I have. I think it could be interesting though. I would love to see the Blue Jays not finish fourth. Yeah, I was going to say I could see them finishing third. Right now, I don't have them finishing anywhere higher than fourth, but I would love to see them finish higher. I would love to see their young guys just turn it on. Yep, for sure. But also, I think there's a world where the Red Sox aren't as bad as everyone thinks they are. Yes. Like, you know I what I mean? People forget how good Xander Bogarts was last year. They, and J.D. Martinez, they still have and him. J.D. Martinez, yeah. Like, and they got Verdugo, who's a good player. Like, shouldn't write that off. They've still got Chris Sale, who at his best is one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's hurt, partner. He's hurt the whole year, though? T.J. Remember he had T.J.? I don't remember that he had T.J. Him and uh, Thor are the two big names on the well, that, TJ list that, this year. I mean, that, well, there you go. I've got team, I, mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. That's that's team. my bad on that, but whatever. Uh, Red Sox, like I said, I, I've got them third. I don't have them making a push for the, the wild card, but I definitely – there's a world where that happens. Yeah. Um, but the Rays, uh, I, it's one of those things. Like, I, I have – I don't have Blake Snell winning the AL Cy Young, but he's one of those guys that I thought about um, for winning the Cy Young. And I think a lot of people would say that Morton and even Glass now have a chance to do that, especially in a shortened season. And their bullpen is also really deep and, and strong. So, like, it's one of those things. Uh, like Yarborough. Yeah, I mean, in a season I was like, like saying Yarborough. Yeah, it's, oh, that's a great name, isn't it? <laughs> and, like, in a 60-game season, I'm really taking pitching – you know, especially bullpen, like they're going to need depth and this team has it in like every way. I mean, offensively, they seem to put it together, but it's on paper, you know, it's, it's nothing crazy, right. but the pitching is what I think is going to be their winner. And it'll yeah, have pitch, to be. Yeah. I mean, their pitching has to, I mean, I'm looking at their team now and I don't see huge bats in their lineup. Yeah, um, no, they don't have, they don't have, they really don't, but their pitching is deep. It's good. They have one of the best rotations in baseball. Um, who knows? Maybe wild card. I would lad, I would rather see the wild card come out of the central. I like those teams a little bit more. Again, I'm not high on the Rays. Though. I I hey, think hey Rays, prove me wrong. Yeah, I I'm gonna pick the Rays for a wild card, and I think I'll take the Twins as the other one or the A's. I don't know. I uh, I think A's Rays probably the biggest chance. I don't like the Twins as much because of the pitching, but. I like the Twins. I realize the A's don't have the best I like pitching the ever. I'm going I'm to say, say wild card is my Twins and, I don't know, Rangers. All right. Rangers? Yeah. Yep. yep. I'll, pick, I'll, pick, I'll pick Rays and A's. Um, but, right. I mean, you know, biggest thing here is to take away is we're talking about the division winners. Wild card, especially in a 60-game season, could be anyone. Yeah. Well, I think you're wrong. White Sox, you don't have the White Sox making it. I white. don't. I don't have the White, white Sox. I, I love the White Sox. White Sox are moving on, baby. I like them to take a big step forward. We're on the hype train over here in my camp. I like it. You know, let's I go back out west. Mind. What do you say we go back out west and hit up uh, NL? NL. 
I think it's pretty clear who's leading that division. Yep, I believe so. They've got the two. I don't know if you remember. Uh, they um, there's this guy. Um, crap, who they signed? Oh, oh, this is Mookie Betts? Ah, yeah. It's like this guy named Betts. Betts. That's uh, it's funny. I was about to say they have the two top um, odds yeah. for MVP, which is insane. Yeah. Like I, like on paper, like it's hard to say that they shouldn't. No, they're winning that division. Um, but no, it's, yeah. it's all about who's number two. Who's number two? I mean, I think that it's like it's, it's clearly World Series a bust for the Dodgers. Oh, 100%. And <laughs> if they can't do it, they yeah, I mean, short season. It'll be like, I, they hope, especially since they got Moki and he'll be gone. And I mean, who knows? I guess they could sign him. I don't know what the money will look like. It depends on how well he plays this year. Because, you know, last year was, last year he was still a great player. Like, don't get me wrong. But he wasn't like MVP. Well, the Dodgers are going to bring him around. Do you think he stays though? That's a um, that's an interesting question. Like in, in next year's free agency, like I said, I think it really depends on how well he plays this year, and he could easily win the MVP. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Dad's on favorite right now. Bellinger's second. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't really want to begin to guess where he'd go outside of the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know. I think he'll definitely entertain his options. It's a discussion for another day. Yeah, sure. Bring just just wanted to see what you thought. Stay tuned out there, all you Absolutely. listeners. Absolutely, we'll, we'll talk about it someday. But I have two. I have the Padres. How about you? I have the I have the Padres second. Yeah. Diamondbacks third. After that, I've got the Rockies. Yeah. yeah. Then the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. But Giants, I don't, Giants. I don't like are, the Rockies. The Giants are kind of disgusting. I like the Rockies. I'm a, I'm kind of a Rockies guy. I like the purple out there. I like the Colorado. I like I like Nolan Arenado. I guess I was, I was I was I was much more of a fan when the DJ was out there winning batting titles. I like Blackman. I like the Rockies. Yeah. Still, they've never had any pitching. They still don't. No, That's, they've never, ever had pitching. No, which is – In their whole existence. kind of crazy. you think that at least one year they'd try to go have – I think it has a lot to do with their ballpark. Yeah. But, I mean, look where their every, plan has gotten them so far. I mean, like, go try get pitching. <laughs> every year, though, like, I – there's a – like, you know, there's always a guy that's like, oh, he's going to be there is, And, like, every year they well, have a somebody different, has to be. I know, but every year it's, like, a different guy who's like, oh, he's going to be the – it's like, you know what I mean? Like John Gray, Herman Marquez. Like, it's just like, I, yeah, I don't know. Th- those guys, like, they've had stints, but then they go and be terrible for like, yeah, I don't know, half the season. Like, it, well, I don't know why we're talking about the Rockies so much. They're going to stay in fourth place. They're still better than the Giants. You're right. But I like the Padres a lot. Do you like those teams, Padres or Diamondbacks, to push for a wild card at all? Or no, not at all. Not even maybe the Padres. Yeah, maybe I, the Padres. Maybe the Padres if the Central really sucks. Yeah, um, I mean, the Diamondbacks had a mad bum and starring Marte. I'm interested to see how both those teams do. I yeah. think they could push for the wild card, but like I, like I agree with you, they're, they have an outside chance. Right. Especially since the NL altogether is just incredibly deep. And in the 60-game season, like, the wild card race could be between 10 teams. And, man, oh, I'm, I'm ready for that. It's going to be so exciting. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Um, anything else you want to say on on the NL West? I think it's pretty straightforward. But I'm excited to see Mackenzie Gore pitch. Yeah, I like Mackenzie Gore. The Padres. Um, yeah, I mean the Padres are exciting. I think everyone likes like they're kind of not kind of like the White Sox in the idea that they've got a a nice like young team with some good names, flashy names that people would like to see do well. I mean everyone loves Tatis. I like their catchers. I know uh, I'm a, I'm kind of a 
guy that focuses on that. But Austin Hedges is a really yeah, good catcher. Austin Hedges is one of the most underrated catchers in the league for sure. Defensively, could be yeah. argued to be the best. I mean, and they got some uh, somebody with the name of Tatis Jr. who's kind of fun to watch too. Uh, yeah, that guy's pretty good. I saw some MVP odds, and he was actually on there. Uh, like I don't doubt it. Tenth. It was like ninth or tenth, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't doubt that he's on there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's crazy to think that he right. hasn't even played a full season, and he's electrifying. Yeah, Man, I mean, he's out there. He's that great. All right, what do you have for the central? All right, uh, NL Central, sure. hometown guy. Yeah, uh, I've got the Cardinals, but I just want to say this, especially with this division. I like I will like I realize this isn't probably statistically possible, but if there was a four-way tie for first place, I wouldn't be surprised because all of these teams are. I mean, not the Brewers. It is. It is. I don't know. I have the Brewers second, but that's because I have Yelich for MVP, and well. I mean, I don't doubt how good Yelich is going to be, but I don't think that they're going to be. I I don't like I I hate the idea of the Brewers being like the division winner or whatever because I well, I don't think that it's possible necessarily because like that well certainly it's possible but their pitching is just not up to par so like yeah. pitching in this division talking about the Cardinals then the Reds and Cardinals it, I guess I have, I have the Reds in that hand but again I mean new guys on a new team you don't know but yep. but. Uh, I like their guys better, man. Like I said, literally could go – it could go upside down. And I have the Reds at number one. I love I, I love what they've done there. I love the experiment yeah. they put together. Yeah. I'm very high on the Reds putting together a good winning season. Yeah, I, I definitely like the Reds. Uh, the Slani, uh Castillo, Bauer, Sonny Gray, Wade Miley. I mean, I love I mean, that. before this year, they had, a, they had a good team. I love and that. And they, they got the – Power hitting Michael Lorenzen out of the bullpen. I mean, yeah, and Johan <laughs> Suarez last year, like he's one of the most underrated. Oh my gosh! Yes, one hundred percent. Like it, it's and they added Moose. About him enough. They added yeah. Moose. Yeah, they've got a lot of big bats, and they've got really good pitching. I so think it's that hard to two, argue. Their two them. biggest additions to the offense are uh, Castellanos and Moose. I'm so excited to see Castellanos play. Yeah, I am. I mean, yeah. I, I think he was a free. Agent. I wanted the Cardinals to look. He was at a him. free agent that I think should have gotten a lot more attention. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I he wanted the Cardinals. Very back. valuable, especially when the Cardinals let go uh, of Azuna, You know, and they, they think, let him go. I was like, right, look into Castellanos. Well, he's a great value. Yeah, I mean, he's not like no one was he's, looking. He's not some super max contract out there on the market, but he's a very, very good production bat. In Do life. you think he'll be their DH? Because statistically, like in his career, he's been a pretty, pretty bad fielder, but he's a really good hitter. So he's the type of guy that I could like yeah. always see being a DH. Like, I don't really know how it'll pan out for them, but he could definitely fill in for that role. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, know either way, he's a, he's a great bat for the lineup. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know? But I, I like the, the idea of the DH. So and the that's why I have, I have the Reds first. I mean, they're pitching. They're great additions to the offense. I think it just makes sense. I have the cards second. I like the cards. I mean, they won the division last year. It's just their question to me right now is, can they fill the gaps in their pitching rotation, and then will the offense find a way to hit? They really didn't do anything to add to their offense other than Mosellock saying, they, uh, they're supposed to be better this year. <laughs> that's all they said. Like they, that's what they expect, and if it doesn't happen, then 
you know, I, I don't know if the Cardinals will win the division, but I think that they can take a step up. I mean, they lost Ozuna. We'll see. I just expect more consistency from the hitters in general. Less like, – a better approach, and I think that that comes from the coaching. I, I really like the coaching staff. I, they, you know, they come in with a plan the last couple of years with Schilt, and it worked, and it's been, hit, it's been pitching and defense – and I think that that'll translate to the way they hit and getting on base so that they, and they yeah. also yeah. very aggressive on the they base. Need they yeah. need, they they need to find a way to, to manufacture some runs, but yep. they're not going to win. I still have the Reds, but the Cubs, the Cubs aren't going to win. The Cubs have just been disappointing. I've got the Cubs fourth. As much as I hate to say, it, I have the Cubs third, and I just think they're just going to be disappointing. Now I could see the, I could see the uh, Cubs being fourth and the Brewers up there too. Um, but the Cubs are just, man, what a shame. What could have been? Yeah, uh, it's weird. I don't know. Could have been. They're pitching. If you look at their names in their pitching rotation, it was like, wow, that a couple of years ago. Yeah, you were like, man, how do you beat that? And then you look at the guys they got in the field. You're like, wow, they got some dudes in that lineup. They got some names. But that's all they are at this point is names. Yeah, they kind of are sometimes. A uh, lot, a lot of hype around them. I mean, clearly they were. Yeah. One of the bigger teams, you know, in the past five years or so. I always said this. I think that the Cubs are. What the Astro, or the yeah. Astro, the Astros are what the Cubs should have been. That's what they wanted to be. Yes, didn't work out that way. No, maybe they should have cheated. Maybe they needed a trash can. That's the one thing yeah. that they don't have. Yeah. Probably they just didn't. They didn't cheat. I think Wrigley's just too old. They don't have trash cans. They just <laughs> throw it out on the street. They don't have the facilities for that. No. Um, <laughs> but I definitely think that we could see some wild card teams coming out of this division. But at the same time, it might end up that it's not that way because of how close I think these teams might play each other. Like, yeah, I don't like think I, I don't think the wild card's coming out of here. Like the records won't be high because they're right. all going to be really close in their records. So in that aspect, I could see what you mean. Well, I could see unless all I'm saying, the Reds, if they're if their experiment really panned out, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but they could run away with it. Yeah, I'm yeah. I don't like any team to run away with it. But. I don't think the Cards could run away with it, but I think the Reds could. Cubs, I would say could, but we've seen that experiment fail in the past, so probably not. I don't really think any of these teams can run away with it, but I see what you're saying with the Reds. They might have yeah, I mean, the most they, they, firepower. They, they, well, they have the biggest chance if anybody's going to run away with it. I mean, they're, they just added great additions to their offense, and their pitching is just so good. Yeah, their pitching, is, their pitching was already great, and yeah. their offense wasn't – certainly, it certainly wasn't bad. Um, it was it was about at league average probably in a lot in a lot of areas. Twenty fourth in batting average, twenty second on base, twenty fifth in runs, fourteenth in home runs. But they had some really good players. And Suarez, Castellanos, Moose. Yeah, exactly. They added. They yes. added big, yes. big stuff. Yes. So, um, I couldn't. I don't know if I see a wild card coming out of there. I see. I like the NL East, and then some crazy thing happens, and maybe the Padres. But I like the NL East. I, I agree with the East. Uh, and the East is just so good, man. So let's talk about the East. What do you got? I got the Braves number one. I'm sorry to all my New Yorkers out there, but I had to do it. I had to be I had to be truthful with it. I think the Braves are going to uh, win that division. But I have my uh, my New York Mets second, my Nats third, Phils fourth, and then some team down in Florida. Dirk Jeter. I mean, they're just proceeding as normal at this point, minus yeah, 100 I, games. Yeah, these no fans. Mar- the Marlins are like they know what's they know what they're, they're doing. Like, Thank God. Yeah, we've been practicing for this for five years. I yeah, I think that yeah, not much to say about them. But um, I uh, man, I think the Nats people don't realize that losing Rendon 
is uh, really going to hurt them. It definitely will. And uh, not to say that Soto can't uh, fill the gap and step up to kind of what if, yeah, his if, position would have been, but I do think that losing Rendon's bat in the lineup is going to push him push him further back. Yeah, and I mean they they still have you know Strasburg, Scherzer, and Corbin. They're They've got a really good team. Pitching's insane still. And it's just another one of those I think there's – I mean, another reason why I have them third is that, I mean, as good as their pitching is, they have to face some tough hitters. Absolutely, they do. They like just up and down. Look at their division and – Their division and they, their uh, counterpart, the yep. AL East. Yeah. I mean, they got to gotta play some, some bats, man. Plus, you know, you're talking about them losing Rendon and they don't have Zimmerman. Um, I know they added, like, Eric Thames. Could be a guy that could – have a really good 60 game stretch, big bat. Um, but they have to face the Rays too. Like, you know, I know they have to face the Yankees, who's just a great all around team, but their bats have to score runs against the Rays and like in their division, like you said. Right. Like so and deep. I still like the Mets. I mean, they, they still have to score runs against the Mets pitching. I know they lost Syndergaard to Tommy John, but they, I mean, I think uh, the addition of Stroman's huge, um, especially since. Thor went out on Tommy John. Yeah, Thank God, Strowman's there to kind of. Yeah, that's true. Up. They they needed him. I mean, I mean, Mats isn't anything special, but I mean, he's gonna get the job done. He's still a good pitcher. And then I love the addition of Porcello and Waka. Waka. Um, I mean, Waka. He he, he Waka is a funny one because he's like has some really good stuff, but doesn't always doesn't always come together. Yeah, exactly. Like, even in the last two years or so, like. He's had like some games where he looks like really, really right. good. Right. Or even a couple starts in a row, like he'll put yeah. them together and it'll and look good. Porcello, man, I was just watching. Um, so the Mets just played the Yankees, and Porcello got the start on Saturday, and he threw his slider. Um, I think it was like forty percent of the time, or, or I don't know what it was, but it was um, a heavy dosage, a, a significant increase in last year, and it looked real good. I mean, he's working on it. It looked real good on the outside corner. He left one up to Clint Frazier. Kind of, yeah, oh, I saw that one. Uh, put that one in the seats. But um, besides that, he looked real good. And so I'd like to see that in the addition of a new uh, – a former Cy Young winner. I was going to say. see that he's, like, going to be that. But no, yeah. it's always something when, you know, he's a former Cy Young. He's, he's he has so a lot of experience. Yeah. And so I like that rotation. Um, Perfect back of the rotation guy. Yeah, you know, it really this, is. At this point for that team. It really is. And, and I mean, Seth Lugo still is great. Um, love him, but I would love to see the um, Edwin kind of figure it out. Edwin and Jerry's familia. Mm-hmm. Oh, if they could just figure that out. I mean, they signed Dellen Patances. They do have. I was gonna say like I was, they could figure that out. Man, that bullpen. Could yeah, be their, bull, their bullpen like in past years has been a big problem for them. But now like yeah. they do have like guys that you would think yes could really put it together. Yes, really, really, really could. I mean, Lugo was yeah. really good last last year. year yeah. And Diaz was it was fine, but maybe not what they expected. Exactly. I mean, I'm still upset about the whole trade, but what are you going to do about it now? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's the first time that consistently we're going to see Nimmo, McNeil, and Alonzo in the lineup. I love McNeil. Alonzo's a great player. Yeah, and Nimmo, I don't know if you remember this, but, I mean, last year he was kind of banged up with some head yeah, injuries. Yeah, he, he has had a lot of injuries. But two years ago, he was, like, top five, top ten in the league in OPS. Yeah, he's – On base percentage. He's – Definitely one of those guys that's been good in his stints. Yeah, and uh, he's getting um, up there. And Ahmed Rosario, dude, just had the best season of his life last year, and he's only going to get better. I mean, he was a former number one overall prospect. That's true. I forget about which, that. Sometimes. I mean, if you think, yeah, I mean, you you forget about it, but there's a reason why he was ranked that high. He has the skill. Sometimes it takes other guys a little bit longer than 
others to kind of come around to fulfill yeah. that. I mean, he's a he's a good defensive player. Good, you know, he's got the speed. He's Batman. He, he looks real good this year. Yeah, I, I, he just has to like kind of put it all together. Honestly, like you said, he has the skill set. It's it's just one of those things. So uh, I like I like the the Mets. Yeah, no, the Mets are. I think I mean, they could they can make a push for winning that division even. They could definitely. I I have the Braves, but as I, I long can as them. as long as the New York Mets luck doesn't strike them too often. I think say, if they stay healthy, I'd love to see what they can healthy, do. Healthy, stupid mistakes, uh, stupid pitching changes, um, stupid injuries with falling off your horse on the ranch. Oh man, um, what about Yo? He's healthy. He's right? Back, man. I think DH. Did the addition to the DH and the NL benefits the Mets greatly? What, what about that cannon though? Great. The, can- the cannon's gone now. No, he's still got it. But but he won't be able to show it off. He's gonna throw the ball over he'll, the wall. Won't play. He's gonna play some left field. home run. He's gonna play some left field. Okay, you think? Yeah, I because mean, JD Davis is then gonna um, play there all the time. Well, he's gonna play DH if the Yo's out and left. I think they're gonna get some. What about Nemo? Right. Nemo's gonna play center. Conforto's in center. Right. Conforto's in right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I expected Conforto to play center, but off the top of my head, I mean. Well, he did last year when Nimmo was out. I but, guess that's that's what I've been yeah. come, accustomed to now. I mean, Nimmo, Nimmo's some guy who's like I've been. It's one of those guys that like the league's been waiting for him to pop out, and the injuries have happened and stuff. I mean, he's got to be like twenty five now, twenty six. Uh, but he was a really like highly rated, you know, like he was supposed to be a really good player, and he's he's he is. I remember a good they, they they held on to him and they didn't give him up. I forget what the trade was a few years ago, and they didn't want to yeah. give him up. I don't remember, but I do. I do remember there being rumors. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's a guy who used to get a lot of hype, and I definitely yeah. think he's still still a solid player. In 2018, his OPS was 886, so that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's great. Um, I mean, yeah, it's the thing with the Mets. They just, they just have to put it all together. Yeah, stay healthy. And I think they can do it. But wild I card s- team. I I like the Mets for a wild card. Me too. Um, and I still like the Nats out there. I don't know if yeah. both will come from that division, but I wouldn't be surprised at all. It's one of those things. Is like I'm not a big fan of the Phillies, like overall, and like the guys they have. Like they definitely have a good team, but I don't know if they can push against the Braves and Mets. So like I don't know if they'll have a chance for the wild card because they have to beat out. First of all, they have to beat out the guys in their division, or at least right. two of them. Uh, two of the those four teams. I mean, and, and you know they, they have a chance at it. They'll be in the wild card race, but. Not my favorite for that. So the wild card, you 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 got two NL ten, two NL East teams or what? Yeah, unless what, it's what the think? Padres that really pull it together. So you're saying Mets Nats basically, yeah. and maybe Padres. Yeah, I'm gonna say Mets, and I I want to take Cardinals. Like I have the Cardinals winning the division. Oh, I want to take the wild card. No, I'm not saying the Cardinals are gonna take the wild card. I'm saying I want to take the Cardinals as a division winner. But like I said, it's gonna be really close. Whoever's not. I want to, whoever's getting second place in that division, I think has a, a pretty solid shot at it. Like I have the Brewers there, but the Reds could easily do it too. Make a statement, damn it! Say All a right. team, you, bro. You didn't make much of a statement, but I'll, I'll make nuts. my statement. My statement is the Brewers, then, because that's what I have. That's Brewers. All right, good. Boom. Own it. I mean, I'm owning it. I'm Own that. Saying. All right then. All right. I think with that, let's move on to our awards. Man. Yeah, going on that. I like that. Yeah, that was fun. So our awards. Um, we say we start with average. I don't know. All right. Yeah, let's start with the stats, and then we'll get into the statistical the, awards, the real stuff. Yeah. So start us off, Jake. What do you got? I got. It, I got. 
call me uh you know not crazy here but uh yellow and trout yeah for for average yeah both, both leagues i've got yellow in the nl and in the al um i had a i guess i had a tough time picking this one but rafael devers last year he was a really good hitter for the red sox hit 311 i believe uh but i believe you know i definitely think that He's the type of guy that, like, at the top of that lineup. That can, yeah, he definitely could. Do it. Man, I just – I got to say something about Trout. 60 games, I think he's in the prime of his career this year. I mean, he's been in the prime, but, like, this year, like, he's really uh, grinding into it. Could be a, a, a crucial year to kind of lock himself in as uh, one of the greatest to play of all time. So, I think this year he's really going to come out guns and blazing and tear it up in 60 games. He's got 60 games to do so. I think he understands that former MVP – and I was looking at all these stats and trying to make a decision on this. And not once did I ever come across thinking of Trout. And I was like, oh, you know, look at all these stats, home runs, RBIs, average. And, like, I mean, these were last year's stats and everything that I was looking at. But I think people forget oftentimes how good Trout is. I think we just take it for granted. Yeah, we definitely do. So, like, like for example, when we were thinking about average. We're thinking about home runs. We're like, oh, who's going to be, like, the leader this year? Well, shit, any year it could be Trout. Just yeah. because he's that good. Right, and he's that good at everything. Exactly. Any stat. It's just so hard. So, I mean, I'm choosing him for average this year. And you can do it. So, yeah, 60 games. Prime of his career. It's going to come out. I mean, yeah. Kid of 400, who knows? Yeah, man. Trump. In 60 games? I mean, jeez. He's just – you can't put anything past him that he can't do. He's oh, absolutely. So he Like like we said. There was he, a uh, – I think this is two years at this point. But there was a stat that I saw that Mike Trout – in like a full year, it was like 52 uh, baseball weeks in a row. Mike Trout wasn't named Player of the Week because every week he's that good. Yeah, there was not one week that he like stood out because at this point he was just so damn good for so many weeks in a row. You just expected it out of him. He was never like, oh, Player of the Week. Yeah, it was always somebody who hit like it's multiple like, home runs. Oh, well, Trout did that too, but like he only hit four home runs instead of seven. Yeah, well, like, that and and for like some guy who isn't normally that good for them to hit three home runs. Yeah, in a week, it's exactly. like, Oh my God, he had a great week. He just like, hit three home runs when Trout's been hitting three home runs multiple weeks in a row. Like for years. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, he's just so the good. Jorge Solares of the guy of the world are the guys who get those player of the weeks. Cause they come out of nowhere for a week and hit like 500 for a week and hit six home yeah. runs. And they're like, Oh, and then that's nothing, you know, not to say it's not deserved, but it's something about it with Mike Trout is that right. we do forget. Well, I like I like Yelich there. I think that's a pretty pretty good pick. What about home runs? Home runs, I have Yelich as well for the NL. Okay. And I've got Judge for the AL. I've got Cody out there in LA. Cody Bellinger for my home run leader. Um, just hit a grand slam the other day in exhibition, so mm-hmm. already on pace. And I got Nelson Cruz. I love I love that one. I know. I real I was looking at. It, I'm like, man, I really like Nelson Cruz this year. He was the top of the leaderboards last year. Um, wasn't necessarily number one, um, but man, if you look at their strength of schedule, Minnesota has the most favorable schedule for hitters. Yeah, and especially for someone like Nelson Cruz, who's just like his whole career has. I mean, just look at the stats. Like he's a he's an RBI like god. Yeah, you know, and he drives he drives runs in like crazy. He hits home runs like crazy. Extra base hit monster. And sixty games. Yeah, in 60 games. Like somebody, he, old, hey, somebody on the older end like him, he knows. He could win I MVP. I don't have 162 to get my body through. 60 games, balls to the wall, I'm going out. Man, Cruz is going to do it. You know, I like that. It's like a dark horse MVP right there. I'm just saying. All right, ERA. 
Um, ERA, I've got Jack Flaherty for the NL. Uh, okay. A lot to do with the strength of schedule like we've talked about. But, I mean, of course, he's like a really good, really good pitcher. Last year in half a season, he had an ERA under one. So, I think there's a chance he could do that again. I don't, I'm not going to put my money on that for sure. Probably more like 1.6, 1.7. Sounds okay. great. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm feeling it. Um, okay. Mr. AL, Shane Bieber. Okay. I really like the Indians pitching. That's I have them winning the division. I said that earlier. And I think Bieber's probably a big reason why. So I got uh, Max Scherzer for the NL and ERA leader. Um, again, kind of somebody who knows that it's he's got 12 starts to do it all, and he's going to go balls to the wall in those 12 starts. Remember when he pitched with uh, – what was it? The, the Like a broken nose or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, got, he was like bunting, and he got hit in the face. Or hit in the eye. Yeah, yeah it was something like, like a that. big old black eye. Yeah, like pregame, he was warming up, working on his bunts, I guess. And, and like two days later. Yeah, in the playoffs, yeah. right? I don't remember. It, it was either the playoffs or it was like yeah, dude, Mad right Max. before. I'm trying to remember. Hey, hometown guy, local guy. But he's a tough dude, so you're right. Like, yeah. about 12 starts. He's 12 just gonna... starts. He's going to give his body everything for those 12 starts. Yeah, so I, I, think I love that. Um, and then I think uh, Berrios I have for the AL. I like that, too. Um, I like him. I think – Man, he's, he's he's good, man. He's, yeah, he's one of those pitchers that's for probably underrated. Their their strength of schedule, they have Minnesota has um, the best ranks. I said that they had the best most favorable schedule for hitters. They actually have the most favorable schedule for pitchers. Their hitters schedule is um, pretty good too. It's five, yeah, but not one. But for pitching, it is one. And they're playing a combined OPS of 729 from last year. There's, there's a theme here. These central teams. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're they're they've got the good strength. Schedules. Yeah, and I would love to see Barrios just kind of have a breakout year. Yeah, that's the thing is so I feel I got like him a, he could very well like Luis Castillo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year. Luis Castillo, very same similar. Thing. Same thing. Very similar. I think kind of kind of late. Those like, two guys. I don't have them right now, but I think those two guys could be very. Um, Dark horses for a Cy Young. Yeah, I feel like Barrios could have a season similar to Castillo's last year. Yeah. But, you know. uh, who do you have for wins? Wins, I have Bueller. Um, <laughs> ha! I'm going to call you out right now. Yeah, I know. I said Flaherty with that. The, so, last podcast. It's more let's, of – Let's just – for all those guys tuning in this one, it hasn't quite got around to see our last podcast. Dominic went on a limb and said that Jack Flaherty was going to have the most wins. No, um, it wasn't most wins. I'm sorry. Most likely to have – Double-digit wins, yep. 10 wins. Thank you for the correction. But he went out on a limb and said Jack Flaherty. Um, we all know that Dom doesn't like to uh, make a stance. We just saw that with our division. Oh, no, 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 no. Incorrect. Um, Dom always fights for his stance. <laughs> always fights for his stance. But switching it up, huh? Why? Yeah, so, well, here's the thing. is, uh, we, You know, when we did that episode last time, I definitely was – it was a between Bueller and Flaherty for me. And I think with this, with ERA and wins, I was going back and forth on it. And I settled on putting Flaherty on ERA and giving Bueller what I think he deserves is in this is this recognition with the wins. Thank you. Um, I want to say I want to say thank you um, because I did choose. You did choose Bueller. him. I know that. Uh, just maybe the team he's on, man. Great minds think alike. I don't just know. The, it's just the team he's on. He's got That's a better shot at the wins. What I was going to say it, with the wins, it's Bueller. Yeah. Flaherty, so, not. Yeah. I don't so, know. Like, so who do you have in the AL? Because I have the same same logic for the AL. Cole. Cole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wins. It's a whole other story, almost. You know. All right. Um, good statistics. Set up our award. Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, MVP. All right. Where do you want to start? Uh, I start Cy Young. Just go real quick. I got DeGrom and Cole, the, the New York guys. I have Flaherty for the NL Cy Young, and I have Shane Bieber for the AL Cy Young. Shane Bieber? Yeah. 
Uh, I think with the Cy Young, it'll be really interesting. Like, honestly, I, I have these guys picked, but, like, it could very well be, like, the most random yeah. guy ever. Right. I mean, all you got to do is be the best pitcher for like 12, 12 starts. Like, 12 starts. Yeah. And even then, like, if you have 12 starts, if you, if you have two and a half bad ones, it's like, well, that's not a Cy Young. Yes. It's, exactly. So, it's you have to be, like, perfect. the man. Yeah. Did you hear uh, DeGrom hit triple digits the other day in his bullpen? <sighs> Scary. Scary stuff. Mm, I love it. Love to hear it. I'm hoping that he gets his uh, third in a row. Let's just mention that. He's got two in a row so far. Really wouldn't be surprised at all. I know. I don't think anyone would. Yeah. Cole, I have him. That's uh, also pretty self-explanatory. But Dark Horse, like I said, I think maybe Jose Barrios has to come out guns blazing. Somebody like Luis Castillo. Um, and I also think somebody like Marcus Stroman. I hate to toot the Mets horn a little bit more. But Dark Horse, Marcus Stroman, going into a free agent year, he's really going to want to – put together a show, um, had a good year last year, and I could, I could see it. I mean, it's going to be not most favorable, but a top that's, five why right there. that's why it's a hot take, uh, Marcus Stroman. I like it, though. I mean, I, I'm not – Yeah. He's a, he's a good pitcher. Uh, he is. And in 60 he, games – His, his uh, swing and miss rate on his slider is top of the league. So, dirty. Yeah, his slider is filthy. I mean – I've got uh, – I, I, as, a, as a dark – not, not – it's not really dark horse, but another guy that I really wanted to pick for the Cy Young was Blake Snell in the AL. Yeah, I like Snell. Because like Snellzilla, he's yeah, he's had his stints where like he is like I mean he won a Cy Young you know a couple of years ago, but where he's one of like he could easily in sixty games, twelve starts like we say, just be right lights out. Um, so I really like him. Yeah, right. Um, MVP. AL, we've got Aaron Judge. Um, NL, Christian Yelich. That's pretty clear from my I've stats. Got, I've got Trout. Trout for uh, the AL. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously a good choice. Yeah. Um, then my NL, I have one Soto. I like Soto. Yeah, thought I about Acuna, Acuna, too. Yeah, I have Slash Acuna, actually. That's, I put Acuna under Yelich. Yeah. It's just... But I have Soto. I think that he's going to have some shoes to fill with Rendon gone. And I think in that uh, system, coming off a World Series win, he's going to get the pitching. Um, he's he might just he might just lead that team offensively. Yeah, I think if he was, somebody needs to right now because Rendon's gone, and he's definitely very capable of. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, he he's a really good young player. But I also like Acuna. Yeah, he's just getting better too. Yeah, he's just Acuna's, getting started, man. He's just getting started. Yeah, I think there's something to think about with like guys like Yelich and Acuna. It's like people don't realize, especially with Yelich, is that, like, he also steals bases. Yeah. He's not a great fielder, where, whereas Acuna, he steals. He's pretty solid. Acuna steals bases. I mean, Acuna's five five yeah. tools all the way. Yeah. Yelich, he's, you know, he's not a great fielder, but everything else, he's all over it. So, well, like, it I, like to, I like to pick these five-tool guys for the MVP, especially, like, I mean, Aaron Judge, you might not think he's the fastest guy, but, he like. He moves, man. He moves. Like, getting to the ball and, like, in the field, like, he's one of the best defenders in the league, and people don't realize it. Yeah, like, he moves. He just doesn't – he's just not graceful about it. He's just such a big yeah. body. Yeah, exactly. Lumbering around. He looks like Shaquille O'Neal running down the paint trying to dunk and, like, rip the rim <laughs> off. Like, that's Aaron Judge in right field. There's hey, a boom when he hits the ground when he does. He's good, man. He's good. Oh, he's great. He's the man. All right. Who do you have for Rookie of the Year? Rookie of the Year's uh, – I've got – in the NL, I've got Gavin Lux. Uh, I would have picked – Carlson if I felt more confident that I knew he's gonna be on the team and like actually start but I think Lux either way is, is probably the, the right choice and because he has the straightest path to playing time consistently and in the AL I've got uh, Jesus Lazardo from the A's 
Yeah, they're going to eat some innings out of him. I mean, I, I like Robert. I have Robert. Robert's you have my Robert? Guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to just – I feel like Robert is the – Yeah, he's dude's fast. Most likely steals, choice. Steals bases, hits yeah. homers. Oh, dude, he's been smacking balls in the yeah. practice. I've, I just keep seeing videos. Yeah, I know. Every day. Just crushes him. He's huge. I, uh, I'm excited. It? Eloy said that he's going to be like the next Mike Trout. Yeah. And I, I've – I love Eloy Jimenez. Like oh. I do too. I thought Eloy Jimenez is one of those guys. Good. I like. I drew, like. I watch him stand up to the plate and like. Yeah, the ball, man. It's Eloy, like, Eloy himself is gonna be freaking good. Yeah, but I, um, but my other one, I have Mackenzie Gore. The pitcher. Yeah, I like I like that one too. We're um, gonna need some pitching, so I I like that he's gonna get plenty of innings. He's gonna have a role. Um, what is he? The number four MLB uh, prospect. So definitely considered to be um, good. Got to play. Yeah, definitely's got uh, a chance at this. Yeah, Lazardo, um, he's he hasn't pitched much in his career, but uh, in his small sample size, which I I want to say is not even like twenty innings, uh, he's got like a one five ERA. And you know who else I like? Just kind of kind of just a weird name, and I don't really know how it's gonna fit or play out, but is uh, Brendan McKay. Yeah, that's two way guy, right? Yeah, With the race. Yeah, he's is he scheduled? I don't. I mean, he's I don't know how much. Time will get, but it's definitely he, one. Of I mean, he things. got innings last year, so he'll he'll pitch, but he's also going to hit, and so and, he could be. And so he's one of the guys that not only is he a two way, but could actually be productive two way. Mm-hmm. Like you don't make it this far if you're not productive. Sure, but, exactly. It's it's he could definitely do it. The whole two way player thing is like kind of new to like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's not something we see a lot where a guy comes up to the MLB. Like you you do hear about these guys existing, but like when they're yeah. in the league, you have you know another guy that I like. Another guy that I like for the NL is the Giants' Joey Bart, catcher. Um, just because I think the Giants are going to suck so much that they're going to try to get him some playing time. I mean, yeah, I'm sure he'll – and Posey's, Posey's out. So, yeah. I think Bart could – he could start all of them. Who knows? Uh, yeah, but, exactly. Know, I don't know what his production will look like, yeah, but he's definitely a high – I mean, he's a high prospect. I don't know. I just think that he is – in San Francisco, there's a good situation, yeah. a good opportunity for him to – Definitely, he he could definitely win rookie of the year. Rookie of yeah. the year is one of those that every year there's also there's always a couple guys that you're like out of nowhere, kind of. Uh, and I wouldn't necessarily call him out of nowhere, but like you just did. No, I don't think I did. <laughs> there are guys that are out of nowhere though. Like you know, Jordan Alvarez was like yeah, like he's went from nothing to like yeah, very one good. of the best hitters in the league. Very good. Um. So yeah, I mean anything could happen, but those are the guys we got. Um, good discussions. Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be fun to to see this. I mean, I've just been so excited for baseball. I know we've been talking about it a lot, but I've just been so excited for baseball. This Thursday, this man. Weekend, this weekend, this weekend when the Mets play the Yanks, they broadcast on TV. I just I didn't move for hours. Just watch those games. So fun. Yeah. Got three days till real games that actually count. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, you think we'll finish the season? Um, it's gonna shut, shut us back down. I'll say yes, but. I'm done guessing with, uh, with yeah, the who knows how it's gonna pandemic. work. <laughs> Honestly, who knows how it's gonna work out? I have no idea. I so hope so, man. I just want to see something. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm I'm just so ready. I was ready in yes. March, so yes, it's been a long time coming. All right, well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Stay tuned. Subscribe, share, like. Check us out on Twitter. Let everybody know. So, adios.